0: Now, for what may be the final time, uh, it's from the city that gets it, is Redmond Mayor George Endicott sitting in the stressless today. How are you, sir? Oh, I love your new chair. <laughs> I've been fighting to
1: stay awake here. Yeah, it is very stressless.
0: It's excellent, and uh, when we come to give it away, you got to be sure to, you, to enter to win. Right on. You'll be ordinary citizen George.
1: <laughs> yeah, now I can win. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> anyway, thanks, Frank. Thanks, uh, Frank. Yeah, it's been a good run, you know, 14 years. So, uh, you know, but I'm looking forward to the next phase of my life going out playing snowbird and go see our wonderful United States.
0: Well, good for you. That is excellent. I've always uh, called Redmond the city that gets it yeah. uh, as compared to other local cities, which we're going nameless right now, because of your, your planning and your f- foresight right and things. And it, it seems to me that that's. Um, uh, has been a continuing trend with Redmond. They've always tried to plan ahead mm-hmm. for, for growth. So you were a large part of, of all of that going on. Yeah.
1: For the last many years, I, I think there's a couple aspects of that one is the conservative nature of Redmond in that, you know, in our planning, but also in our execution like the budget, <clears throat> you know, if you remember when when we were having all those great difficulties during the recession in you know two thousand nine and a few years thereafter, um, you know we always held ourselves in very good stead during all of that. We we hadn't overspent, we had saved, and um, so we got through all of that, you know, relatively unscathed. And that's probably, if not the best example, one of the good examples of how Redmond has always been able to, uh, you know, think ahead, plan ahead be conservative in our execution of programs and products. So, yeah, it, it's held us very well and glad to have be been a part of it.
0: I don't think anybody could have foreseen the rapid growth uh, that Central Oregon has has mm. had. But um, are you overall happy with the direction that Redmond has been taking?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think so. You know, I was looking since I became mayor, started 2009, we've grown by 50%. And the decade before that, 100%. So think about that. Redmond's gone from somewhere around 13,000 to 37,000, you know, since uh, uh, the late 90s. So, yeah, it it was very tough. There for a couple of years, we were growing at 11%. And that's almost untenable, you know, just you're constantly playing catch up. But when we saw the numbers coming and and forecasted where you know we were going to grow about four percent over the years um we then postured for that you know probably the one area that everybody complains about and is very difficult to deal with because of the cost is transportation because anytime we do a road you also have to do all the pipes you have to do the wastewater the water storm water as well as the road itself so you know it's about a million dollars a mile So when you start thinking about that, new neighborhoods are coming in. You have to come up with five miles of road. That's five million bucks, you know. And they'll do their part in the neighborhood, but then you have all those surrounding roads and connectivity. So we build all that into our capital improvement plan over the years. So it it it's worked well for us, you know. Probably right now our biggest area where we need most help is is wastewater. Um, They're big pipes and they're long and you have limited capacity, of course. Uh, we're now in the throes of building a, or planning for a $70 million new sewer treatment plant that will be one similar to what um, Pineville has, which is a lagoon style. They're a lot easier on the environment than the mechanical plants with all the chemicals. So uh, we're planning that right now. Uh, we've already let some contracts for that. So that'll be coming in. But then you also have all the infrastructure to get it there. So uh, like the east side, for example, where we have all the growth and in industry, we need more pipes over there. And, again, very expensive to do. So all that's in the plans. You know, we think ahead several years, and hopefully it's going to work.
0: You're going to go from being on the inside to now just being a resident. Right. And are you comfortable with where things are now and looking ahead for the next few years? Because it seems like you've surrounded yourself with a pretty good staff. Yes, absolutely true.
1: Um, What I've always maintained, and not everyone agrees with me, but I do not believe that we should go down the road of social programs Um, where we're sitting at the moment they've chosen to do that, and they've got troubles, you know. Um, When somebody asks me, you know, what do you mean? I say, go look at Portland, you know, and look at the disaster they've become because they chase social programs. You know, water, um, uh, what I say is public health, you know, water, wastewater, all that, public safety, our police and fire if they're part of your community, economic growth. Which is huge. That's where you get your money, and so you you go down those roads and you stick to the fundamentals of running a government, and you tend to stay out of trouble. Um, you know, I don't know how long you can avoid things like homelessness and all of that, but uh, we we might have to address it to some degree, and we are. Uh, but I still don't like spending money on those programs because they just take you down a rat hole that you can't recover from.
0: Okay. We're talking to uh, Redmond Mayor George Endicott, outgoing Redmond Mayor, who's uh, retiring from public service uh, here on the KBND Morning News. George, how far back does your start in public service go?
1: Oh, boy. You know, Frank goes all the way back to the 70s, believe it or not. Um, I lived up in the Bellevue area, uh, east of Seattle, in the 70s. And a good friend of mine, a woman named Joy Macklin, was trying to form a new city called Newcastle. It's between Bellevue and Renton, and that's where I lived. And at the time, I was an economist uh, with the Department of Labor, and so I did all the econometric modeling for the city. You know, taxes, revenue, expenditures, all that, laying out a comprehensive plan for could was it possible, economically possible, to build a city? And you know, our our results were it was. Of course, there were politics involved in it. It took several years, but today, Newcastle does exist. And um, so that got me engaged. So I've been doing it off and on ever since the mid-70s. So 50 years.
0: (laughs) So looking back on your tenure as Redmond Mayor and Mm -hmm. and before that, a councilman, uh, what are some of your your proudest moments?
1: Boy, you know, I had someone ask me that day before yesterday. What are you most proud of? And I said... You know, believe it or not, Hope Playground. That sounds a little unusual, but, you know, one, the youth I really care about. I always have. I've gotten them involved in our committees and commissions and so forth. But <clears throat> when when that was built, it was the largest, completely accessible park in the state of Oregon. And so, you know, I, what I say is a child that is healthy can play with their friend who's in a wheelchair, another friend who's wearing a cast, another friend who's blind, an autistic child. That whole park was built to accommodate all levels of ability for our kids. And, you know, it's not unique in the world, but it's certainly um, something that we're quite proud of
0: from from Redmond. Absolutely. And and it should be as well. Um, The... uh uh other things that that uh, accomplishments i guess you you've had uh, about uh, the redmond centennial in 2010 the building of centennial park mm-hmm. uh, the building of the arch on 6th street right you know that's a revitalized downtown you've got going
1: on oh absolutely you know when we finished the reroute and getting the trucks from downtown then then the question was now what and so <clears throat> it was doing that rebuilding of, of our downtown and so my wife was also leaving the council this this uh, end of this month. Teases me about the arch because you know I was just steadfast in my support and fight to make sure the arch stayed in our budget and got built. And you know when I talk to news people, um, the televised group in particular, I say, if you doubt that, look at your B-roll. Every time you show a picture of Redmond, what do you show? The arch. It is iconic. And I'm really glad we did it. And, of course, there's, as you said, uh, the playground, which is great with the spray park and the ice rink and those things, and then our new city hall at the other end of the park.
0: Well, there are (coughs) openings now. There's an upcoming council vacancy once Ed Fitch takes uh, the mayor's uh, hat. Uh, The Fitch's council term has two years remaining. So what would you say to somebody who might be on the fence about (coughs) joining?
1: Well, I – you know when uh, first of all don't go into it for the money because there isn't any um but you know to me i i've always told people they're interested in running that they should care about the city as a whole please don't go in with a personal agenda go in the agenda should be what's best for redmond
0: well redmond mayor george endicott (laughs) our guest here on the kbnd morning news we'll get you some coffee here for that. yeah thanks frank (laughs) okay it has been a real pleasure sir
1: You too. I have enjoyed being with the Count every month for years and years and years.
0: It's been great to have you. Redmond Mayor George Endicott, from the city that gets it, here on the KBND Morning News.